Hello, and welcome to Bury the Lead. I'm one of your co-hosts, Winnipeg Free Press columnist Jen Zaratti. And I'm your other co-host, Winnipeg Free Press and multimedia producer Aaron Labar. Welcome to the show. Why does it feel like we haven't done this in a long time? It's because we haven't done it in your home for a long time. Ah, uh, that's why. Because you were away with your injuries. So yes. I did it with Ben in the work, work studio, quote-unquote. Yeah. And then we recorded at work last week as well. Oh, you're right. Well, welcome back to my basement. Thank you. It's very comfortable. <laughs> um, we are talking about a variety of things. <laughs> <laughs> Smorgasbord, if you would. Yes, exactly. Um, we're going to talk about both of us participated in the inaugural adult rock camp presented by Girls Rock Winnipeg over the past weekend. So yes. we'll, we'll discuss that. With lots of things to talk about. Lots of things to talk about. What else? Uh, we're going to do our annual uh, dip into the world of sports. Get ready. <laughs> Buckle up. Buckle up. Uh, no, we're going to talk about, I mean, yes, it's pegged to sports, but also just pegged to life about how yeah. the Jets are in a bit of a slump. Everyone's being very mean to Line A. Patrick, Le- Patrick Line A? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> this is way out of my, my wheelhouse here, but they're being very mean to him because he hasn't scored a goal in quite some time. And we're yes. going to talk about why they should just stop that. We may even start a new hashtag campaign. I'm, who know- I'm who optimistic. Who can say, hey, who can say? Um, we're also going to be doing a good or gross. An amazing good or gross. An amazing good or gross. It involves jerky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. first though how was your week well i mean we spent most of our free time yeah, <laughs> together I, mean, I, I know how your week was yeah you were there for 98 <laughs> percent of it but um, my partner and i are actually in the process of adopting a new cat yeah i'm so excited we i mean we've been talking about it for a while but my current cat bernie is kind of a jerk like, <laughs> he's spirited he's spirited he's, he's a he's, spirited boy he's got a huge personality but he's very attached to me specifically so we i was always concerned that bringing in another cat might like flare up some rage <laughs> issues <laughs> um but we're i met this little girl cat she was staying at the pet value in madison square mm-hmm. and i just it was like one of those times where i was like want to get food for bernie and i was like oh, i'm just gonna go look and see if they have a cat and then they had the cat and then i fell in love with the cat and they told me this horrible backstory that her and her mom and her siblings were left on the side of saint mary's road in their cat carrier like stuck in there for who knows how long this was two years ago so she's been in the shelter for two years Oh no! I know, and her siblings have all been adopted, so it's just her left, and she's like very small, like the kind of the runt of the litter, I suppose. So we are in the process of adopting her, and I'm very excited. It's very exciting. Yeah, she's so sweet. And then I took my little forms into the adoption. We're going through Craig Street Cats, and I used you as one of my references. And the lady was looking at the paper. She's like, "Oh." Jen Zerati is one of your references. And I was like, yes, I also work at the newspaper. Like, why don't you recognize my name? I had one of those moments like, don't you know who I am? A, a cat adoption woman. Uh, it's because I'm photographed doing upsetting things 100% more of the time. It's <laughs> true. My yeah. face is constantly in the paper. Yeah. Although, and also, you were a city side columnist for a long time, yes. so I feel like a little bit more. Anyway, does not matter. My ego is is unbruised, <laughs> but we're very excited, and we're hoping to get her sometime next week. Very She's exciting! So cute. Oh, that's awesome! I'm yeah. excited to meet her. Yeah. Um, my week was spent doing 
fairly, I mean, business physio yesterday. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it was definitely a hurt so good situation. But, <laughs> did they uh, do the little like electrode things? They did. They zapped you? I fell asleep. Oh. Which was, I was very relaxed. It yes. was awesome. But kind of like, can I just go there like just to get a good nap in? I know. Like, <laughs> basically. Um, but they do a lot of like, basically physio for me with this back injury is a lot of like really intensive, I guess massage, but it's more like holding onto a pressure point and... <laughs> hanging on there for a while yeah um like to the point where i feel like i need a safe word like <laughs> she's like pineapple <laughs> and, she, and she's always like tender i'm like yep <laughs> she's like maybe it's too much i'm like it's fine because it eases after a while yeah uh but yeah <laughs> drumming in rock apparently oh, not yeah. uh yeah, not maybe true. the greatest thing but i went to the doctor this morning and i've been medically cleared to rock again so it's okay so now i just have to continue doing my physio and we should be back to normal we're rock stars now we are rock stars now well, at least we were for one night only <laughs> oh my god so i think we've talked about this on previous episodes yeah now we finally have done it yes but to recap uh girls rock camps are it's kind of it's a movement like they occur in cities all over the world mm-hmm. uh started in portland of course, um, <laughs> in the early 2000s, and they've spread everywhere. And essentially, it's kind of like an empowerment program for girls, non-binary, and trans youth, mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, so basically, how the youth camp works, it's six days, and they f- learn an instrument, form a band, write a song, and perform a show in that amount of time. Right. So six days, it's pretty intensive. Yeah. The ad- Adult version. Two and a half days. <laughs> Two and a half days. It was basically 48 hours, really. Yeah, basically like, it was, yeah. Yeah, it was like yeah. Friday night. Friday night, to you Sunday were night, yeah. learning an instrument for the first time. Yeah. Sunday night. On stage in your band. Playing a show. A <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was very intense. It was quite intense. Like, I was expecting it to be intense, but maybe not that intense. I can't remember being that tired in a very I long know. time. I yeah. finally feel normal for the first time today, oh, and it's I'm not quite there yet. Thursday, <laughs> but still, like. yeah. I I guess I forget how exhausting it is to have to learn something new in a very condensed period of time. It's mm-hmm. like now I remember why I was exhausted through the entirety of university. Yeah, no, <laughs> because, totally. Like, you have zero time to learn all these things, and it's the same. It's the same process basically. So we were together a complete rhythm section. But we were in different bands. But we were in different bands. I'm, I played bass. I learned bass. I learned drums. So what was your experience like? Well, uh, okay. I really know when they told you that drums and bass were like peas and carrots, it made me feel sad. I was like, I had some separation. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, where's my, where's my peas? I'm I, carrots, obviously. I would for sure be peas. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I overall incredibly positive experience. It's kind of one of those things where like, you don't really realize the impact that it had until you're looking at it retrospectively. Totally. Cause like when it was happening, I was like, I hate this. Like <laughs> I am a very slow learner. I get overwhelmed very easily and I like to quit things if I'm not good at them right away, which Just is why I haven't, same. which is why I haven't learned guitar until this point. So the, what I wanted to do is I wanted to learn guitar they assign me the bass and I'm like okay you know bigger guitar less strings should be fine (laughs) it's all good um but a lot of the people who were learning bass with me had some knowledge coming in and I was literally Uh, starting from like square negative one right like right (laughs) so I felt really overwhelmed right away because I don't even know 
what the names of the strings were. I didn't mm. know what the sounds, what notes they were making. Like, so if someone said like, oh, you're, I'm playing a C chord. I'm like, great. I don't know how to play a C. Like, right. Yeah. So I felt really overwhelmed right away. Our teacher was um, Ashley Ow, who is like a, an amazing bass player and professional musician in the city. She plays with John K. Sampson. She plays in tons of bands. Yeah. She plays with everybody. Everybody. She's just amazing and so kind and like very patient. And I was like, I hate this. And she's like, don't worry. <laughs> everything will be fine. Like, don't panic. But it is like, for me, it was like 48 hours of just like panic because <laughs> because like I don't know how to play my instrument I'm in a band with people who I don't know mm-hmm. uh and I'm like how are we supposed to write a song if nobody knows how to play their instrument because you can't compose if you don't know how to make the sounds that you want to make right so I'm like I don't even understand how this is possible it kind of felt to me like being in a country where you don't speak the language and you're trying to communicate yes that's how I felt a lot of the time yes and also like band dynamics like the personalities of people in the band is so important. And you don't, like, I still don't know the last names of the people that were in my band with me. And like, you don't have time to, there's no time to have small talk, no time to get to know each other, to figure out each other's personalities. So you're literally just kind of throwing everything at the wall and hoping something will stick and something will work. And ultimately it worked out for everybody. And so again, yeah. like, retrospectively super proud of how we handled it. And like, we lost a band member on the second day cause mm-hmm. she just, she wasn't able to come back. So we had to get our keyboardist to switch to guitar. Thankfully, she already knew how to play guitar. And it was just, it was just like, for me, just like anxiety. But then after it was over, I was like, wow, I'm really proud of myself. I'm really glad I did it. Yeah. But while it was happening, I was very like upset. <laughs> Not <laughs> upset, but like nervous, I guess. Well, I'm sorry, but I'm also glad that you did it. But I also yeah. feel like I made you do this <laughs> But again, like retrospectively, I'm very happy that I did it and I would recommend it yeah. to people, but it is not easy and it's like no. not always fun. It's, it's, <laughs> it's intensive yeah. for sure. Yeah. The food was also excellent just to, yeah. as an aside, yes, as an there, aside I needed good. that. I, if there was bad food, I probably would have quit. Um, also because <laughs> it was very cold. Oh my God. End. Oh, they, there's something wrong with the heat and it was probably 15 degrees on so Saturday and I, we were there for 12 hours. I feel like between the freezing and the learning, we were just burning a lot of calories. So yeah. we were hungry. And, I mean, both of us were also kind of heading into it at an energy deficit as yeah. well. We had a couple of very busy weeks at work and, yeah. and so that my suggestion, if anyone is going to do it is like, make sure that you are well rested when you start yeah. because it will just knock you down totally like there's like saturday was a 12 hour day it was a long day and so for me i i think would have been drumming cumulatively for half the time on saturday you had a very positive experience i had an extremely positive experience yeah i think i had a big dumb grin on my face the entire time when i saw you on friday after your first band practice (laughs) and lesson you had your sticks in the air like a small (laughs) child and like a grin on your face like i'm a drummer hitting things it was really cute (laughs) um yeah drums that have always kind of called to me but they always looked complicated yeah. Well, yeah. There's lots of parts, right? And there's yeah, lots you're of moving different, different drums, times, yeah. which I now know what they all do. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it just, yeah, drums held a little bit of mystery for me. Mm-hmm. Even you know, as a music fan, just watching people and being like, "How are you doing this right now?" Um, and I always kind of felt like I couldn't do it because mm-hmm. I really needed the metronome throughout my piano lessons. Because mm-hmm. I would often like, if we were getting to like you know, a good part in the song, I would like, I'd always speed up. So I would need, and I was doing that at camp too. Um, so it just kind of was like one of those things where it's like, 
you know, where you close stuff off where it's just like, that's not for me. I'll never be able to do that. Right. The end. Uh, I think that's one of the biggest take homes I had from camp is that anything you think you can't do, don't believe that about yourself because you probably can. Like, yeah. No, I a thousand percent was like, I don't even know how this is possible. And yeah. then on Sunday, I'm like, well, we have a song and I just played a song on the bass. Yeah. So exactly. It was possible. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Drumming's super fun. Uh, Jody Dunlop from Mizanzine, who was on our live podcast. Yes, yeah, she was. Uh, she was our drum teacher. She was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a lot of, because it's hard with group drums to do individual anything. So we drummed along to a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. Which was awesome because it, it gave us a feeling for what it was like to drum to like faster songs, slower songs, mm-hmm. etc. Um, so that was really fun. Uh, the being in a band with people you don't know is definitely challenging. Yes, and I found that this whole experience w- will tend to really amplify all your positive attributes <laughs> yes. and all your negative attribute yes. attributes. So for me, my negative attributes that I was really finding were coming out were perfectionist tendencies, mm-hmm. and also like, well, I'm not immediately awesome at this, so. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Um, For me, it was like trying really hard not to be like super type A steamrolly. Same. So I I let, or not let, but I uh, was fine with other people sort of writing the majority of the song. Totally. And if they want to do a transition this way, then I'll just figure out how to do it with them. And I was trying yeah. very hard not to be like, I don't love that. Same. Because <laughs> that's my na- my natural tendency is to to want to do it my own way. And I think with our band, there was, I think most of us were that way. Mm-hmm. And I think it helped that my lead singer, guitarist, and bassist were friends outside of uh, okay. camp. Yeah. So they kind of had a natural rapport with each other. Um but yeah, I, I, I think a lot of people were kind of getting that sense. It's like, wow, this is really making me confront some things about how I work as a team, how but I also like in the most things expedited possible way. Exactly. And yeah. in a really excellent way, because yeah. I think the environment that they created was so supportive and yeah, so totally. safe. And so it really, if there was, I don't even think there were any like major problems. I know I in the girls camp, there was some personality clashes. clashes, but there's almost not even time. No, exactly. I think really. it's just, if it had been a week, I'm sure that there would have yeah, been for sure. But you're As like, well, are. I'm only with this person for the rest of today and part yeah. of tomorrow. So what difference That's does fine. it make? Yeah. But like based on the very enthusiastic Facebook group we are now in, <laughs> yeah. I, I think people <laughs> really, came away yeah. from it yeah. feeling really uh, supported and empowered in all the things that they were supposed to feel. So yeah, yeah if people are interested uh i would highly recommend keeping your ears out for next year's camp because i think they're planning on doing it again and then if you have kids that are thinking of getting into an instrument Mm -hmm. uh the girls camp will be happening again this summer summer. so my i went before we move on my favorite part well i have two my my first favorite part is a selfish one because it was the first night and as i was saying i felt like garbage and like i wasn't able to contribute very Mm -hmm. much with the band and each coach was given a couple little like buttons to give to people in their band that they oh, thought yeah, were the doing well. Ceremony. Yeah, the pin ceremony. And I didn't know this was a thing that happens. And so I was like, what's going on? And then my coach gave me the first pin and she was like, you look like you really know how to play the bass. I'm like, I don't, but thank you. And oh, it's so it nice. was very sweet. And my second favorite was when we were doing our um, dress rehearsal at the park. And people were like screwing up their songs, making mistakes, like whatever. And everyone, all the other bands sitting in the crowd were like already learning the words and singing along. Yeah. Being so, so supportive. Yeah. Like in a completely genuine, totally loving way. And I was like, this is wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. It was a really excellent experience. And I also 
one last thing before we move on. <laughs> Even though we we have a piece in Saturday's paper that goes into this. Yeah. But it was just a really nice reminder that just doing something for the sake of doing it. Yeah is really rewarding because I think there is a bit of a tendency these days to like how to make your hobbies into your hustle and how to make your passion, your career. I'm not going to be a drummer. However, (laughs) I enjoy drumming and I enjoyed the process of it and Mm -hmm. it was, and it was fun. And I wished that there was actually like drop in lessons, kind of like how Jody ran them where you could just do basically drum karaoke, which is what we did. Yeah. She took requests. We drummed along to stuff. Maybe you should tell her you should start it up. Yeah. Because something like that where it's super like low stakes and it's not, you know, quote for anything. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's fun. It's just fun. Yeah. Someone Sports. who's maybe having less fun. <laughs> Poor little Patrick. Yeah. So the Jets are kind of having a time. They are. Uh, Patrick Line hasn't scored a goal in a... In a while. In quite a, some time. In a, in a spell. These yeah. are sports terms. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I feel weirdly protective of Patrick Line. <laughs> Me too. I, I think, well, neither of us, re- I mean, I watch the Jets games because my partner is very into the Jets. Yeah. So we watch on TV. I know. watch the odd hockey game too. I enjoy, right. I enjoy watching hockey actually. Of all yeah, the sports, I don't mind it. I don't hockey is my preferred. Sure. Um, but I don't actively, like I don't follow stats. I don't follow who's doing what, when and where. Yeah. Like I do not care. But then I see my, my biggest pet peeve in sports is the band, the, the bandwagon. So, like, you're so on the bandwagon when they're doing well. And then as soon as something switches, yeah. it's like, oh, they're the worst. Why are they playing so badly? As though they are robots who should always be perfect. <sighs> That's the thing. And this guy. Okay. Can I go on my rant? Yes, please. Go, go for it. Go nuts. is a teenager. He yeah. He doesn't even have a fully formed brain yet. <laughs> okay. He just happens to be especially gifted at this sport. And, like, every player is going to have peaks and valleys. They're going to have slumps. And picking on him and telling him he's doing a shitty job is not going to make him play any better. I promise you this. No. It's like in encouragement fact, 101. In fact, yeah. It's, it, it, in fact, it may have the opposite. Exactly. Effect. Exactly. He is a teenager. I get so upset. I'm like, yes, I know they're paying him a lot of money, but like he is not a robot. It's also, and I think that kind of speaks to a few things that we've talked about on the show before. Um, one... And kind of when we talked about that um, article about millennials that was in BuzzFeed yeah, and kind yeah, of yeah. talking about how millennials are the burnout generation because we're the generation that's kind of been told you need to optimize yourself so that you have the job and are achieving where yeah. you can achieve. The thing about human beings is, is that <laughs> they do not operate at the same level every day. So even if you think about your own life, are you right. 100% productive every day? Do you Are you always into your job? Yeah. Are you going to, like, I know for, I can tell you for free that every time I write an article, I don't hit a home run. <laughs> it's, like, you know what I mean? Shocked. Like, it's just shocked to hear this, Jen. That is just not an average that is no. attainable. No. And yet expected it's expected and i think that creates a pretty frightening culture to be honest where you can't have peaks and valleys if you're expected to ride the peaks all the time then of course you're going to feel like the valleys are a problem or a crisis or something that you need to pathologize or catastrophize over right when really they're just normal right also it's sports. <laughs> like, <laughs> nothing bad is going to happen if no. the Jets don't make the playoffs. Nothing bad is going to happen if they lose another two or three games in a row. Yeah. Like, you may feel disappointed, but you will move on. You Life will, move will on. continue. Life Everything will move on. 
everything will be fine. So I would like to perhaps start a campaign. Yes. A hashtag. Yes. I already forget what it is. It's hashtag. Oh, hashtag let Line A live. <laughs> LLL. Let him live his life. Yeah. For the love of God. It's going to back off and he will do better. Right. I, like that's why I was actually so impressed that the Jets coach opted for rest days. Instead of what's My called... My beloved Paul Maurice? Yeah. Instead of what's called the bags gate, where you basically <laughs> are what? like the bags gate. Okay. I learned this from our colleague, Mike McIntyre. Oh, okay. His, I learned much from his sports <laughs> columns. Um, but like, yeah. That's a great of, bad name. I know. We're the bags gate. Thank you, Cleveland. <laughs> Good night. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Now I'm not confident. <laughs> but anyway, basically, it's just like the like, you're going to get up and do laps kind of thing. Like it's just that. for the sake of it? Kind yeah, of, yeah. Just kind of like, here's what happens to you yeah. when you don't perform well. Instead, they opted for a couple days of rest. Yeah. Which I think is a very positive message to send. And I know a lot of Jets fans will disagree with me, but I think you need rest and you need time away. And I think it's possible. Just for even, not even for your body, but for your head, exactly. for your brain. Yeah. S- your stars will flame out if you don't take care of them. Yeah. So if we want him to. Let Line A live. Let Line A live. <laughs> Hashtag LLL. Hashtag LLL. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the only podcast unless we make the playoffs and we will have to talk about it again complain about something oh but my other big idea mm-hmm. <laughs> because i'm a sports expert now <laughs> so people are always compl- or have been complaining that the jets are losing a lot right yes so okay my theory is is if players who play exceptionally well get more money mm-hmm. in their contract mm-hmm. why don't they just take money away from them if they lose like x number of games back to back because I guarantee Interesting. they'd they'd hustle pretty hard if a hundred grand was on the line. I'm just saying. Oh my god. I'm just saying. I also feel like that's the opposite of all the positive things you just said. I know. <laughs> I'm not saying that they should do this, but by their own by their own yeah. sort of making, yeah. they reward players who play very well it's true. with more money. It's true. And everything seems to be run by money, it right? C- it could be worth a shot. Could be worth a shot. Not um, saying that I agree with it, but I'm just saying that was my big plan to make things better. <laughs> uh, maybe we should have the uh, Dump and Chase guys on here at oh, some point. Oh, yeah. To actually, that would be really fun. Yeah. That would be really fun. So that is my that is our challenge to you guys to come on our podcast and yeah. uh, have a have a conversation about sports. DAC versus BTL. Exactly. <laughs> We discussed this earlier that I would be Chase and Den would be dumb. Uh, you decided, <laughs> <Yes>. more like. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about Samsung. Oh, yeah. Very quickly. Very quickly. Because I read the most ridiculous story. that They're releasing this f- new phone <sighs> called the Galaxy Fold. <sighs> yeah. Um, it's almost $2,000, which just <laughs> blows my mind. Yeah. It's um $1,980 US. It's supposed to be released on April 26th. Um, it's... It's said to spark the creative renaissance the smartphone market apparently needs. Um, All right. It's a phone. It, but it folds. <laughs> like <laughs> It folds like a wallet. So oh. like like not, not, like not horizontally. Phone. Like it folds vertically like a book. Wh- why does anybody want this? I don't know. Does anybody want this? That is my first question is who is going to purchase what it? What is the are we addressing? of this phone? Yeah. It can it like so when it's at its narrowest, it's it's like a smartphone. But when you open it wider, it's more like a tablet. You know what? And just even just looking at the picture is ridiculous. It's, I feel like this is an this is the reinvent the wheel thing. Yeah, uh, it's just a little. Good luck, man. Two thousand dollars, American. Stop it. Oh. 
last segment today is going to be good or gross. We haven't done one for a little while. We have not. Our coworker Jill has kindly provided some jerky snacks. <laughs> Jill has kind of a good or occasional good or gross esque column. Yeah, that sometimes runs is on the free testing press. one two or just testing one two three. I think it's called. Yes. Yeah, and so she tries foodstuffs, and sometimes she lets us also try foodstuffs. I'm yeah. very afraid of what you're holding. <laughs> yeah, so this is a brand called Duke's. Uh, freshly crafted smoked meats. I do love a good Ooh. smoked meat. I also like a smoked meat. Um, and the thing with the the Duke's brand, their their tag is that there's no nitrates added, which I guess is a key component of regular jerky. <laughs> yes, it is, and not that great for you. Right. Okay. So, uh, no MSG, no liquid smoke, no artificial preservatives. Um. Okay, and we have four different kinds to try. Cool. So, what are the kinds? Okay. So we have the original recipe. Smoked shorty sausages, which mm-hmm. I find that's a hilarious title. Um, we have hickory peach barbecue, questionable. Okay. We have hatch green chili, and we have hot and spicy. Ooh, <laughs> I feel like I have to say it like that. So I think we should start with the original. Yes, probably. Should I just break one in half? Maybe. Yes. I was only afraid of them because. Ooh, that is. <laughs> it's there jerk. you go. Okay. Um, is it being a jerk? <laughs> I feel like if you have. Aversion to chewing noises, you may want to. Oh yeah, go away. Or it could be like <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> yeah, because this is gonna okay, be. Well, it has a has a nice smell to it. It, it smells great. Yeah. Jen just ate the whole piece. <laughs> She's mm. very. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would eat that. Yeah, that's quite delicious. The lack of nitrates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so delicious. A delightful lack of nitrates. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about this peach one. I'm going to try peach. Yeah, me too. I don't know the price point on this, but I feel like it's probably pretty expensive. Here's peach. Oh, yeah. Um, What are we looking? Per two pieces, 120 calories. Uh, it's in Chicago. <clears throat> ingredients look pretty good. The first ingredient is pork. That's always nice to see. Pork, <laughs> and this one's pork and peaches. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's not a good face. No, I just spit it out into my hand. I hate that. <laughs> really? Oh my god, that is awful. Ugh. <laughs> I took two bites and then I hit the peach part. Here you go, buddy. And I, that is Kleenex. not a pleasant flavor mm. for me. I don't really taste the peach. Are you joking? No. Well, maybe I've had I've had this problem with peach flavored things before on the pod previous to this. Oh, that's true. Maybe yeah. you have like a peach aversion. I think. I just was expecting it maybe to be more flavorful, and I just adjusted my own expectations. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that. I prefer the original, though. This one's a green chili. It smells spicy, even just smelling it. Okay, I'm not going to do what I've been doing. <laughs> Shoving the whole yeah. thing in your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to go first, because I don't like spicy food. Mm. It smells like green chili, so it really does. Or green pepper. I don't mind that one. Interesting that oh I, yeah, interesting that it says after opening you enjoy you should enjoy within three days or refrigerate because normal jerky lasts forever. It's because the ingredients on these bad boys it's pretty much whole food. So yeah. I think because I think nitrates help Ooh. preserve it. Oh yeah, it's got oh. a kick at the end. <laughs> I just got a really spicy uh huh <laughs> kick in the back of my throat. Oh my god. That was my face. It was confusion because I was like, this is spicy. And now, yeah, yeah, right. it is. On the back, like right in the back of my throat. Wow. Okay. I'm very curious to see how spicy hot and spicy is. 
I'm afraid of hot and spicy. Well, just take a little bite. These are pretty good, though. They are quite good. I would, I would um, bring these to like a barbecue or a yeah. football game or something. Yeah, tasty. Road tripping. Uh, I don't love the aftertaste in the green chili. It has like a a taste type, almost like plasticky. Hey, yeah, yeah. You just put the whole hot and spicy. Oh, I forgot what I did. <laughs> <laughs> Red alert. Mm. <coughs> Sorry, it's still green chili in my throat. <laughs> I just bit my cheek. Mm. I feel like this could be an after hit again. Yeah, I know. Because I don't feel too hot right now. No, me neither. It kind of tastes like the original. Oh, there it is. There she blows. <laughs> there she blows. <laughs> These are delicious. Yeah, these are quite good. Okay, Dukes from Chicago. I quite like the peach one. I think my favorites... Well, you can keep that bag then. My favorites in order are original, peach, chili, hot... No, hot and spicy than chili. This one does... This feels... The hot and spicy feels less spicy than the green one. Disagree. Really? Yeah. No, uh, maybe we just got different... Different rations, ratios, that's the word I'm trying to say, ratio, rations, rations, ratio of like spice per stick. It's hot and spicy. Oh yeah, it's getting there. Uh, (laughs) Where can people find these? Do we know? Uh, I don't know, but we can, I'll look it up and I'll put it in the, um, the information box that goes along with the podcast. But yeah, if you're looking for a nitrate free jerky that tastes pretty delicious, this is a good option. Totally. Yeah. Awesome. What are you working on? What am I working on? Oh, uh, so there's been a lot of, um, our paper included, a lot of media coverage about cycling in the winter and how it's very divisive among people because some people think it's extreme and other people are like, no, this is normal. So it kind of got me thinking about Winnipeggers who've gotten rid of their cars Mm. because this is a very car centric town. We prioritize cars over lots of other things. Um, So yeah. So I was just curious to talk to people who have decided to get rid of their cars and how, what that's like. Cause I mean, it's not really anything special to get rid of your car. If you live in Toronto or Montreal, when you live in a city like Winnipeg, it's a little more weird because you're kind of expected to have one. So um, that is something I'm working on for next week. I also am wanting to look into, um, there's a really interesting story out of the Guardian, I believe, Mm -hmm. kind of talking about how more millennials are listening to classical music. Oh, okay. And I know the Winnipeg, yeah, and I know the Winnipeg Symphony Orchestra has a like under 30. Yeah, I'm part of that program. program. I love it. Yeah. So I want to talk to them about that and kind of check in on it and see how it's going and Mm -hmm. also see if it's kind of, uh, if that's a trend that's being reflected here. Just like anecdotal experience. Um, I can almost, I rarely get tickets as part of that program because they sell out so quickly. So yeah, there's, they're very cheap. Like they're very good price. Yeah, that's awesome. Also, about your cars thing, I would be interested to see a sidebar from you as someone who does not drive. Not that you got rid of your car, mm-hmm. but you just you don't drive. Yeah, that it's, would be uh, interesting. The worst. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler: It's bad. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, it's uh. That's something that uh. That's a future gen tries as well. Definitely. Yeah, I'm down for that. Uh, what are you working on? Um, I have a couple things in the works. I also have like a burp, <laughs> jerky burp formulated. A jerky burp in the works? Yeah. Um, so it's about to be festival lineup announcement season. Mm-hmm. So the Folk Fest lineup is coming out on March 6th. Uh, Free Press always gets an exclusive. Yeah. I don't have it yet, 
but I'm anxiously anticipating mm-hmm. the email with the embargoed it's, list. It's basically Aaron and Folkfest. Fest. Yeah. Who knows the lineup for a while. I know. For it's like crazy. two whole weeks, I have to keep my mouth shut. It's very difficult because I like to tell people everything. Um, and then I am going to, on Monday night, I'm going to see Bad Baby. Oh, yes. Cash me outside. <laughs> if you don't know who this girl is. Just Google it because it's too Google. long to explain. But basically, she was on the Dr. Phil show as like a rebellious teenager. In a very specifically titled episode. episode. She said this weird phrase and it turned into all these memes. And now she's like a rap superstar with two gold records and a million dollar makeup deal. And because like, it's 2019 and that's how and life a, works And now. a reality TV show shown only on Snapchat. <laughs> but <laughs> if that's not a metaphor for our times, I really don't know what is. So I kind of wrangled a pass. I don't, I'm not going to review it, but I'm just genuinely curious to see mm-hmm. who is attending bit of an anthropological exactly. study exactly and who's spending money on an artist like this and and i, I and what her show is going to be like so i'm not exactly sure what kind of story it's going to turn into but i am very excited to go check it out well i'm excited to talk to you about that next, next week. week uh you can find everything that we have written at winnipegfreepress.com you can also follow us on social media i'm at jen Zerati on instagram and twitter and i'm at naya rebel on instagram and twitter you can also email us at bury the lead at winnipegfreepress.com and we will see you next week Thank you.